tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, you're listening to another episode of Six Feet on the Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. Not gonna lie, feel pretty good. Feel pretty good. It felt pretty good. I haven't actually done that in a while. I haven't done that in a while. Hey, family, what's good? What's going on, man? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. If you're listening to this and you are a reoccurring listener, what's good, Joe? What's good, family member? How you doing? How is yo 2021 going? We made it through one month of that year. Of that year. <laughs> You see how hard 2020 put time on us? I'm out here of that year. Like, I'm just like, ah. like, we made it through the month. We made it through the month. You know, it's like, that's how you got to feel about it. Because really, that's how it feels. Like, every single day now to me is just like, damn. I don't know about y'all. I'm like, I give myself a pat on the back. I'm like, yo, we made it through. And um, hold on, man, before I get this mixed up, because... I always do a look at, we're already a minute into the episode, I'm already doing it. You listening to this, you're a family member, man. That's why you're listening to this. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, I am your Uncle Pooche. This is the Six Feet Under podcast, you know, where we sit down at the dinner table, I break bread, and we discuss the matters of what's going on, man. You don't come to me because I give you the best advice, you come to me because I give you the realest advice, you know what I mean? And you also understand that this is the Six Feet Under podcast as we travel down the lanes and look through all my hijinks that I survived while being under six feet because I am five foot nine. So yeah, get at your boy. Anyways, man. So yeah. <laughs> nah, for real though. For real though. What's, what's, what's really crazy is that here we are on the first day of February. And if you know, which you obviously know, if you guys been listening to the show, I've been kind of been spottish. January was really spottish, wasn't it? It was really spotty. I apologize for that, man. Let me get that out of the way. Let me let me say that first and foremost. I I owe that to you all to be like, yo, if you come here and you listen to my show, dog, you listen to it because you either find it entertaining or you actually enjoy like you know my my banter. You or you know this is a part of your day. You know if you like the show, it's a part of your day, which I thoroughly understand. And so it's just like when you take time off, man, and you really be missing, you know, like that it 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 doesn't just affect it. You know, I have to look at it. It's like it doesn't just affect me. I know somebody's probably listening to this and like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, man, I love what I do when I be podcasting, dog. I really love this. And this is a huge part of my day. So whenever I do miss a time period to like get get it at, get it out to you all, you know, I do be thinking like, damn. I wonder if someone's like, oh, where the hell does this dude at? Because that's how I be feeling. You know, some of my favorite podcasters, they be gone. And I just be like, oh, I wonder if everything's okay. And, uh, you know, but yeah, it's neither here or there. Well, I guess it actually is more here than there because that's really what I was thinking about when I was saying that we all just made it through last year. Last year, wow. I actually really mean last month. But that's how hard each month is now in some way. Each month feels like a year. But you know what I started to realize with that, you know, you know, you know, family, I always got to come to you with a with a little story or something. You want to hear one of my stories? Of course you do. That's why you're listening. But I started realizing something that really, really played onto me really deeply. 
And this is, man, this shit is just, it goes without saying, it's not even really that big of a a revelation to some, but to me, it was just like a reassurance. So, two, now going on two Saturdays ago, two Saturdays ago, I sat back and I watched a, a, a MMA fight. I was watching the fight, fam. And I was like, yo, I'm watching Conor McGregor get ready to fight this one dude. I don't know who the hell this dude is. And they're fighting in like the middle of, I don't know, some magical land. I have no idea what these people are fighting, but shout outs to them, whatever they were doing. And I saw during this fight, you know, you guys watch MMA, you see like the flair and the charisma of Conor McGregor. Like that's what brought you to him. That's why people was fucking with fam so heavy, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, this dude is hella dope, man. When I first heard about him, you know, he's got a little problematic ways, but whatever, whatever. And in the fight, when he entered the fight, I just saw one of the most peculiar things. And this is where the story is about to get really weird. So buckle up because you know how y'all can do because I'm going to connect these dots. But you're not going to know what the hell I'm talking about for about five seconds. So as Conor McGregor is walking out to the fight, fam, I'm like looking at my, my son's fit. And I'm looking at his whole his whole demeanor and just just looking at bruh. And, you know, the weirdest shit occurred. This man took off some ankle white socks and took off when well, he took off his shoes. And this is where I'm about to get really, really weird. So y'all just buckle up. You know what I mean, so when I saw Brody with those ankle white socks, I said to myself, this is a man that is comfortable in the skin that he is in. He does not need to fight right now. And you know what happened? Conor McGregor got his ass whooped, son. It was crazy. Like, the first round, like, I thought bro was going to take homie's head off. And and it was like, nah, he didn't. And in the second round, he kept giving homie, whoever Conor McGregor was fighting, kept giving the business. Pow, pow, pow. Kept giving the business. Pow, pow, pow. Hitting him in the face. And, and Conor McGregor's, like, hitting this dude in the face. And the dude's like, yo, give me some more. And I'm like, damn, this dude is crazy. Like, he's getting his ass whooped. He's asking to give him some more. And then I started realizing something. Bro, these, these hits aren't phasing him. Like, yeah, they're landing, but they aren't phasing him. It's like getting hit in the face with a Nerf ball. Like, is it going to startle you? Yes. But is it going to, like, knock you off your ass? Nah, son, you ain't going to fall on your ass because you got hit in the face with a damn Nerf ball. You're going to just be like, oh, what the hell is that? And so Connor ends up getting his ass knocked out. And I ended up realizing that this is when I put two and two together with my life. At a certain point, you're hungry. And then you get fed. And once you become fed, you're no longer hungry. And once you're no longer hungry, there's no need to get up. There's no need to drive. There's no need to work. There's no need to continue to go. There's no need to pretty much do anything. Once you feed the beast and the beast becomes full, what do you do then? What do you do it all over again? Or do you take on a different challenge or do you go and become complacent and just stay in that one spot? Or maybe you say, you know, there's never a chance for the beast to be full. I got to just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. And, you know, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I'm here to say that there's no right or wrong answer to this. Watching Conor McGregor get his ass whooped last week made me realize two things in my life. One Everybody, everybody catches an L. And two, 
boy, what would I do to have them problems? <laughs> like, can you for real believe, bro, like getting your ass whipped in front of millions of people and then going home and being like, yo, I'm still a millionaire, son. My life is good. Like, I actually just went out there for recreational purposes. I recreationally go out and anticipate. Uh, I'm sorry. I recreationally go out and participate in possibly murdering another human being. And that's what I do for a living. And I get paid millions of dollars for it. And I've gotten paid millions of dollars for it. And yes, I just got a loss in front of millions of people. But honestly, I'm the biggest winner because I get paid and I get paid to get punched in the fucking face. And I thought to myself, wow. What a fucking move. <laughs> it's like, I, I totally get it now. Like, I totally understand it now. Like, I'm 28 going on 29 now, and I get it. I totally understand it. I used to think, here's the thing. When I was a kid, I used to think that it was super racist to hear, you know, and I shouldn't say racist. But you know what? Because it was usually, you know, it usually came from the mouths of people who were not of uh, color. But I always thought it was kind of weird to hear people say, Athletes should be appreciative of what they have and what they get because all they have to do is play a game for a living. It's just a game. And as a former athlete, I thought to myself, like, it ain't really a game. It's bigger than a game. You know how much I have to dedicate to be good? Like, you know, know, here's the thing. To be great at something, you have to dedicate a lot of time. To be remotely good at something, you have to dedicate a good amount of time. And to be average, you got to dedicate some time. And if you just don't want it all, just don't dedicate any time, right? So it's like, yo, even for these motherfuckers to be professional athletes, it's like they have to dedicate a great chunk of their time to become this, right? And so I was like, yo, you can't really be telling these athletes, like, it's just a game. You should just be happy. You know, you don't know what these people going through, you know, as I think that. But 28 going on 29, I'm going to keep it so 100 with you. Hey, yo, bro, I get it why people were mad <laughs> i get why people hate on athletes i would hate on athletes too if i had that type of mindset and what type of mindset is that that's a loser mindset bro it's because here's the thing there's always a lottery within all of us there's always some lottery and that lottery being you know, some of us are better writers, some of us are better speakers, some of us are better, you know, managers. I have no idea what the hell your lottery is. That's what's inside what that is with inside you. And quite frankly, that ain't my job to figure that out. Cause hell, I'm still trying to figure the lottery that is with inside me. But I do know that I've tried to be someone's, you know, clerk or someone's, you know, administrative assistant, somebody's manager. I've tried to be people's, you know, medical uh, recruiter. I've tried to be plenty of jobs and things like that and so on and so on type of jobs that I have. You know what I'm saying? I try to be a whole bunch of shit, fam. But I will say this. The only thing I've ever been good at being is absolutely me. So with that being said, man, as I stared and looked at Conor McGregor's white ankle socks, I thought, wow, You're the man who's reached a level of comfort in his life that it doesn't matter what anyone says about him. You are wearing ankle white socks. (laughs) You know you gotta be. You know you gotta love skin you in, son. You wearing ankle white socks. That's all I'm saying. It's just you know, those those are for toddlers and middle school girls, son. Ankle white socks. Like, what are you doing? What is life? 
But nah, bro, as I said it before and I'll say it again, the truth of the matter is, is that you have to be the best version of yourself, but you also have to understand what it feels like in feeding the beast, man. The beast is always going to be need to be fed. And in this analogy, um, it's really just one of those things is the beast is your ambition. I have a hard time floating around the room with people who don't know what they're doing or what they want to do with life. I don't mean that in saying that you need to be a billionaire or a millionaire. You need to be striving to do something in, you know, entertainment or no, 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 no. Because I love people who actually have different aspirations than me. That's actually better. Have different aspirations than me. That's so much better. I would thoroughly more appreciate that than anything because um, I can learn from people who have different aspirations, you know. But people who have no inspirations or people who have inspirations or aspirations and doing the wrong things at this point, I'm 28 going on 29, bro. You're pretty fucking sure what the wrong thing is. I don't need to coast anybody. I don't need to hold anybody's hand. I don't need to coddle anybody. Everybody knows what is good and what is bad in a nutshell of such, you know, circumstantial things. You know, I can't deal with those type of people. I can't work with those type of people. I can't win with those type of people. It's a bar, if you know who that said, who said that in the NFL post-game conference speech. It's my man's Mike Singletary. Can't play with them. Can't win with them. You know what I'm saying? But no, you can't, dog. You, that's why you have to remember to remind yourself is that this thing called life is on a consistent basis of what's called uh, keep going. Yeah, it's like legitimately just on a keep going basis. Like I, I've never ever known. I mean, maybe y'all can correct me if 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 I'm right or wrong. I mean, one would say the quarantine, but let's be real, life still kept going. Uh, there's never been a time when the shit called life stands still. This shit keeps going. So, as I think about all this, I say to myself, man, check this out. I too one day want to be as comfortable as Conor McGregor wearing white ankle socks. That would be litting the giddy to just walk out on television, take off my shoes, and people see that I am wearing some comfortable-ass white ankle socks. Yep. You guys have missed me, haven't you? Well, let me get a couple things out of the way before we um, end this episode because I want to be kind of crystal clear with you guys with everything we're going. Because if I'm just missing time like this, I need to explain to you why we're missing time. Your boy Uncle Pete is working on a few things. A few things are coming my way, coming your way to a TV near you uh, ASAP, hopefully soon. But nah, man, we're going to be doing uh, some YouTubing uh, sometime soon. And we're going to be doing some joint shows got some shows i'm about to be on as a co-host uh those will be dropping soon one show uh called survivors bias that'll be dropping soon maybe a week or two from now i have a uh, and you know i can't wait to introduce my co-host in there young man named drew cool cool guy um you got another show that i'll be dropping and producing soon with my brother you don't know my brother he's a cool as individual my boy kappa cam He'll be coming through very soon. And also, man, I'm just being featured on a couple of shows recently here and there and doing a couple of things, you know, within the community. No, man, I'm just really out here just trying to grind and shine. And also, don't think I forgot. Oh, yeah. I thought I was forgetting, huh? Oh, you 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 been here since last year. So, you know what time it is, huh? You know what we was doing last year, huh? You know where we was at with this last year, huh? 
<laughs> I almost stopped messing with you guys. If you do know what I'm talking about, you, great. If you don't remember last year, we did survive in February. Survive in February was when I did a podcast episode every single day in the month of February because February was a very month, a very a month that was very near and dear to my heart last year. It's actually still very near and dear to my heart because my brother is born on the fifth, my dad's born on the eighth, so very very expensive uh, month. <laughs> Because, I mean, look, brother's birthday, dad's birthday, and then a Valentine's Day gift. But <laughs> we ain't got to worry about the third option anymore, so that's not an issue. But I don't know if I'm going to do a Surviving February series this year. I highly doubt I'll do an episode every single day. That was, was a bit much, not going to lie, but it was cool, man. I really enjoyed that because that was what I needed. I, I, I you know, it was, it was really cool. If I could say something about surviving February, just to go on a little rant for you all still listening, if you are still listening, thank you so very much. The craziest thing about surviving February that I used to remember that I still can remember is that I used to record those episodes in real time. Like they were the day of like it, every episode you heard on surviving February was recorded on that day. And that was really funny because the fact that I had something to talk about because last year was a leap year. But uh, the fact that I had something to talk about 28 out of 29 days just shows you how different my life is. I still got 28 out of 29 days of shit to talk about, but now I'm doing a lot more things than just talking, I'm doing. And so when you start to do, you get to talk less. And as you talk less because you do more, you know, you obtain more. Well, hopefully you obtain more, but that's what I'm seeing with my life. So, yeah, man, I don't think I'm going to do Surviving February this year. Thank you for the homie who asked. Um, I will try to make it as uh, consistent as Monday through Wednesday as possible uh, with my hidden gems here and there. I'm not going to lie to you. It was, it was kind of difficult getting back to this because I had a few things that I had to work on uh, mentally, spiritually, and physically that was just like, yo, we can't go out like this, son. It's, it's too early in the year. So we back on the good foot. We back here. We trying to be a better version of our old selves and push forward. And I'm just happy to talk to you all. Oh, crap. Last but not least, this announcements. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's February. It's Black History Month. So, yeah. What's that mean? <laughs> Well, man, that simply means for me and you is that we're going to just talk about how much dope black or how dope black people are uh, even more. You know, we are new. You were dope. Black people, you're dope. You're dope. Black people, you're dope. Nah, for real. We already know we dope, man. But that's cool. This month is going to be a month I am going to be dropping interviews with uh, a bank full of black people folk that <laughs> you know that I've talked to throughout the walks of life and we talk about different subject matters uh throughout the whole thing and as a black person I feel it's important to be able to come across and talk to what people call the common man the common folk or whatever it is because really people obviously are what makes the world go round right but what people tend to forget is that we're all common we're all average and this is all going on because of us in some ways, that's a good thing, and in some ways, that's a bad thing. But one thing I do want to do is talk about the different styles and brands of lifestyle that different black people live through every single day throughout this country, because these black people are not just in my neck of the woods. They're all over the country. So, yep, 
we'll be having some interviews drop with some black people. And if you are a person who wants to be on the show, you don't have to be black. But if you'd like to come on the show, man, and uh, be a guest, that's completely fine, dude. I'm open to that. Haven't did an episode that ran almost 20 minutes in a long time. So this is actually pretty cool. And this is actually starting to feel therapeutic again. So I'm glad that I'm feeling the feeling that I'm doing. So I might just record the next episode after this. Either way, man, thank you all for coming back. Thank you all for making it through the month of January. Thank you all for listening. I promise uh, I am trying to do nothing but bring you nothing but more quality, quality, quality. That's why you probably won't see me, see me, see me. Actually, I'll explain why you don't see me in the next episode. Yeah, that's what I'll do. You listen to another episode of Six Feet on the Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. And like always, ladies and gentlemen, please, 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 a lot of peace to kill the evil that's coming from within you. Until next time, I am.